With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Sports is everywhere, every day, and so is the information about it. We cut through all the clutter and bring you actionable insights and expert perspectives every single day. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. We're kicking it Sunday, bloody Sunday. Let's uh, do this thing. There's a hell of a lot of stuff to unpack uh, here this evening as the Los Angeles Lakers and the Memphis Grizzlies. Dramatic uh, stuff at the Staples Center. 119-118. Uh, not quite final score yet. We're sweating this out as we've got uh, the Memphis Grizzlies plus five points. 119-118 right now with uh, 1.5 seconds remaining. And I can't tell if that's Allen Iverson or that's Ja uh, Moran. If Moran's trying to look like AI, he's doing a pretty good job, but he just went off. I think he just missed a free throw, though, with like a second left. I sort of looked away because the show started. But I'm just, you know what? It's one of these deals. Let's see what happened. It's one of these deals where I don't want to go to overtime. (laughs) I'm plus five. I don't need it to go to overtime. Nothing good can happen. Nothing good can come from this if it goes to overtime. Like not, nothing, nothing good can, uh, nothing good can, uh, can come from this. All right. So the Indianapolis Colts victorious. Let's start off right there. Thirty to eighteen. Heavy rains tonight in the Bay Area in Santa Clara, California. Uh, didn't stop the Indianapolis Colts from putting thirty points up on the board. And I'm kicking myself because I always yell and fr- flip out about weather being overrated and all that. And I actually did bet the under of this game, but I hit it because I teased it. All right, we teased it to the under, but we lose to San Francisco side. And quite frankly, you know, quite frankly, I'm getting tired of losing money betting on the San Francisco 49ers. Um, coming into this game, I thought that their season was pretty much on the line, and their season is pretty much done right now. Um, let, let's just be real. I mean, the, the San Francisco 49ers are probably one of the most overrated franchises in sport, and they have been for a couple of years now, and I've been guilty of it myself. I bought into the hype, oh, San Francisco this, the 49ers that, their defense, Shanahan, oh, this and that, any other stuff. Well, whatever, man. You add it all up, this, that, any other stuff, and um, you know what you got? You got yourself a 2-4 and four football team. And, yeah, they've got injuries, but you know what? You always have injuries. So that's just the way of life with you guys. And you've got injuries, but you know what? So does everybody else. Right, like they're very few fully healthy teams. It is what it is. Nobody's like healthy. Like you know, how healthy are you listening to this show right now? It's like Vince Scully once uh, famously stated. He, he said a player is listed as day to day, and Vince said, "Well, aren't we all?" And you know, 
So listen, and not, no no excuses for San Francisco. I'm not, well, 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 what? Well, you know, Kittle was out. So and what? Right? It's just, it's getting old. It's getting old. And the fact of the matter is, you know, the only thing that Jimmy G can hit and bang is a porn star. All right? And quite frankly, I think he paid for that. So, like, Jimmy G, let's just be real. Like, as soon as Trey Lance is healthy enough to tie his effing own shoelace, it's time to go to Trey Lance. It's been proven. You've given Jimmy G the benefit of the doubt. You can't win with this guy. Like, I don't know how the hell they went to the Super Bowl with this guy. I guess because they had that potent attack and an awesome defense and a great defensive line. But, like, like what has Jimmy G done? You know what I mean? Like, the only time he's ever gotten into the end zone was with Kia Maria or whatever the hell her name was. All right? I'm done. I'm done. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Portrait. I am Gable Morency. Sunday, bloody Sunday. Let's do this thing. The Los Angeles Lakers win their first basketball game of the season, but the Memphis Grizzlies get the cover. Uh, 121-118 is the final score at the Staples Center. Meanwhile, uh, the Los Angeles Rams got all that they could handle uh, from Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions in a football game in which the Detroit Lions threw... Uh, man, they basically threw a Ford, a Chevrolet, a Mustang, and everything else in between um, at the Los Angeles Rams today. When it was all said and done, not good enough. The Detroit Lions lose, but as they say, good teams win, great teams cover. Another loss for Detroit, another cover for the Detroit Lions. It was hard not to be pulling for Jared Goff um, in this in this setting, and it was interesting to find out, and it was reported today that when Sean McVay called uh, Jared Goff, uh, when he was getting traded, that Jared Goff hung up on him. <laughs> so there's no love lost between Jared Goff and Sean McVay. It turned in, you know, turned out to be an interesting football game. We told you all week that one of our best bets of the week in the National Football League was that game to go under the number. It did go under the number. It didn't go according to the script that we thought it would, uh, but it did go under the number. Um, a game that did not go under the number, despite despite the fact that it was pouring rain all night and it was heavy ass rain. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, Colts uh, win thirty to eighteen. Carson Wentz. Now, Jimmy G. Uh, Jimmy G. finishes the other night sixteen to twenty seven, one hundred and eighty one yards. Well, it was raining. Well, you know what? Boo hoo. It's a shocking you know, revelation. It rains in San Francisco sometimes. All right. You know, we're not playing uh, we're, not, we're not playing on a PGA Tour here in Arizona on a pitch and putt. It's the National Football League, and it rains. And you know what? And, and is, was Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth aware as well tonight that Carson Wentz threw for 150 yards tonight, not 550? Like, dear God, Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels better go to the hospital and get tested, not for COVID, but for an STD, all right? Because they went into the peep show booth and they got on their knees tonight for Carson Wentz. I'll tell you that. Like, I don't think Carson Wentz's parents said he played that well. Hey, Carson Wentz's dad, how'd your son play? Well, a couple of bad turnovers, but he picked up some big first downs. Hey, Chris, how'd he play? Put him in the Hall of Fame. This is Sports Rage. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Hey, Brian, care to place a wager? Tomorrow night on Fox's Celebrity Boxing, I've got Carol Channing beating Mike Tyson in three rounds. Carol Channing. You've got Carol Channing, the actress, beating Mike Tyson, the boxer. Hell, give me 50 bucks on Tyson. Yeah, you're in good company. Betting Freddy took the same wager. Like that anger management class, this is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenzi. It's Sunday, bloody Sunday. Jason B. Takafin will step up and end three-time champion with the Vancouver Canadians, A-ball affiliate of the Toronto Blue Jays, and Alex Anthopoulos actually was the general manager. He worked with Alex Anthopoulos, who, of course, is now the general manager of the Atlanta Braves, who unfortunately are in the World Series. The Dodgers are done, uh, but uh, we tip our cap to the Atlanta Braves. They were the better baseball team. No excuses. Uh, the Braves deserved uh, to win. The Braves earned their trip to the World Series. They did it the EF Hutton way. They earned it. And I'm sure nobody knows what the hell I'm talking about. Besides maybe a few. EF Hutton, look it up. Uh, old school commercials. So, you know, it wasn't the most glamorous National Football League card uh, today. But, it, you know, as always, there's always interesting developments and interesting storylines. Let's start off, though, with Sunday Night Football. The San Francisco 49ers season is done. They're dead. It's finished. Um, Jimmy G might have dated a porn star before, but that's the last time that this guy has scored. And I always forget her name. It's uh, Kiara Mia. Sounds like a car. Like Basically, doesn't like the new Kiara. The new Kiara. <clears throat> Hit the road with the new Kiara. Yeah, you can have Matthew McConaughey doing the ads. Where am I going? I don't know. But as I know that's the best way to go somewhere you've never been before. In my Kiara. Kiara. Kiara Mia. I see. So I punched her name in here just because uh, I always forget her name. She got like, she, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm, listen, you probably made a lot of money in the business, baby. <laughs> All right. So I'm not here to give you advice or anything, but your name isn't very, like, memorable. It sounds like a car. Like, Mia Korea, like Korea Mia, like what? Who? Kiara Mia? 
You know, Jenna Jameson. That's easy. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Lisa Ann. Like, you stick with, like, simple names. Kiara Mia. But I, so I punched her name in just because I wanted to get the name right here. And it pops up here, I see. Porn star Kiara Mia says Jimmy G made her tap out. Well, you know what? I didn't know that I had something in common with Kiara Mia. You know what, Kiara? I'm tapped out too. And like you, I'm having a hard time walking. I'm having a hard time walking. I just got tapped out and reamed by Jimmy G as well. Hey, who would have thought for all of you tonight to bet on San Francisco, you'd have something you'd have something in common with Kiara Mia, the porn star. We both got screwed by Jimmy G. Hey. I never knew. Look at me. I'm a porn star. I'm having sex with Jimmy G. I'm getting screwed by him now. Thanks a lot, Jimmy. <laughs> Thanks. God. This guy really is terrible. Like, what the hell was I thinking? Like, what the hell was I thinking? Even putting San Francisco in a teaser. That's all I did. I put him in a teaser. When you lose to Carson Wentz, like, seriously, man. Like, you lose to Carson. Like, Jimmy G, you should be doing porn movies. You shouldn't be in the NFL. You should be You should be on the set right now of, like, I don't know. Like, you know, locker room, like, you know, locker room, throw down, you know, part two or whatever. <laughs> like, this is a family program. But, you know, like, Jimmy G, seriously. You're probably better at having sex with porn stars than you are being a quarterback, okay? You know that there's 14... 14 quarterbacks that are higher paid in this league than Tom Brady. I don't know if Jimmy G is one of them. How much money does Jimmy G make anyways? I don't want to just solely blame Jimmy G, but I'm just sick of it. I'm just sick of the turnovers all the time. It's always, well, it's not his fault. It's not his fault. I don't know. It's not his fault, but what did he do to help? Like, what, the, the interceptions? Oh, oh, that fumble really helped that time. Oh, it was raining, though. It was raining. It was raining. Hey, I saw Jim Kelly throw for like 4,000 yards in the snow and the ice. Bunch of soft-ass players. No, it was raining. Oh, it's raining now. It's raining. Hey, why don't we give, why don't we give Carson Wentz a purple heart? Because I got to tell you, he just played in the rain. Oh, gee shucks, Al. Gee shucks, Al. Hey, Carson, oh, man, he, he can't, this kid's just, man, he really looks like an MVP again. Looks like an MVP again. He ran for a two-yard touchdown. Stephen Hawking could have rolled into the end zone. Oh, Jimmy uh, ran for a two-yard, uh, Carson Wentz runs for a two-yard touchdown. And uh, Why don't we give him the MVP again? Why don't we put him in a Budweiser commercial? You know you're bad when your quarterback prop is 191 passing yards. And you know you suck when you go under the number, and I won on that. <laughs> so, I don't know. You know what? Just it, This game bothers me just because I had a good day, and I ruined it. I ruined it with, with, this, with this play at the end. Like, nothing. I killed the props, and you're welcome for me giving you Mo Ali Cox at uh, plus 500 to score a touchdown. And... And uh, Elijah Mitchell at plus 187 and score a touchdown. It just it just bothers me that like I fell into it. Like I like put it this way, 
if you're betting a game and you're you're only willing to do it on a teaser, then you obviously don't love it very much. You know what I'm saying? And I thought, you know what, San Francisco, because you guys suck and you'll make everything difficult, it won't be easy, but, you know, you're playing Carson Wentz. You're playing Carson Wentz. And I know Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, I don't know. Did Carson Wentz pay for their dinner last night? I don't know what the deal is with that. I, 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 I don't know what the deal is with that. But, and nothing against Carson Wentz, you know. He made plays when he had to. He ran around when he had to, you know what I mean? He threw the ball up. There were stupid pass interference penalties all night. Like I said, it's not all on Jimmy G. It's just it's getting old now. Like, if Trey Lance can play, just put him in. Anyways, that's enough on San Francisco. You guys suck. You're done. Your season's over. All right? I saw Shanahan after saying, oh, we're, we're resilient and stuff. Resilient? Resilient? You What's your guys' record? What's your record in the last, like, 25 games, man? Like, let's just call it out for what it is. We were all wrong. They're not a good football team. Shanahan is no genius. And Jimmy G sucks. All right? There it is. Yeah, their defense is overrated. They have zero home field advantage playing in Santa Clara in the middle of nothing nowhere. It's not even in San Francisco. It's 44 miles away. You know what? We got a great advantage here in one of the greatest cities in America, San Francisco. It'll be great if let's move out to the suburbs. Yeah, that was a great idea. How many? You guys are five games back. <laughs> you're five games back. Like, it's hard to be five games back after seven weeks unless you're the New York Jets, who incidentally gave up 54 points today. We put, we put big plays on the New York Jets to go under six and a half. Like, dear God, we should have put more. Uh, you know, uh, what were we thinking once again? Today is one of these days for, like, what the hell were we thinking? That's our new segment. What the hell's wrong with you? That's the new segment. What the hell is wrong with you? And I'm going to start out. What the hell is wrong with you, Marenzi? What the hell is wrong with you? You're the one that took them. San Francisco. I got San Francisco on a teaser, plus six and a half and a ten-point bad boy. I can't. I'd be better off if uh, Cagney Lynn Carter was the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers than Jimmy G. She's a nice girl. She's got too much class for Jimmy. Out of all the porn stars I've met, she was probably the nicest one. Bring it. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luke! 
There's a big crowd welcome us back, even though we lost. Hey, I'll give you something to cry about, you loser. You can't catch a football. Let's see if you can catch a rock. <laughs> Late Night Anger Management Class, this is Sports Rage. I am Gable Berenci. Ian Cameron will join us in Level 2. Jason B. Tackerfield at Level 3. We will get into the World Series, even though the Dodgers have been eliminated. Um, we won't really do a, an autopsy just yet. We'll wait down the road. We'll wait for, like, the World Series to end. We'll get into, like, free agency for everybody and everything, not just the Dodgers, but the Dodgers have a ton of questions right now. For the record, the uh, Houston Astros are minus 150 World Series favorites. Over the Atlanta Braves, World Series starts on Tuesday. So Ian Cameron will step up and in. Uh, we got Jason B. Takafin. We'll talk football. We're, we're talking baseball. I'm raging about the NFL uh, right now. So, yeah, listen, you know, it's one of these deals, too, where I was getting really upset at the end of the game. <laughs> but I didn't really, you know, we lost, the, we lost the teaser. We lost the teaser. We killed the props in this game. Like, plus 187. We hit Muller Cox at plus 500 to score a touchdown. Uh, and surprisingly enough, amazingly enough, let's say it was 41 and a half. So we got a teaser in it under 48 and a half, and they end up getting to 48. And now I got the Seattle Seahawks in my back pocket for tomorrow. I have the Seahawks plus 11 going into Monday Night Football. I like Seattle plus the points as it is, but I, mean, I like them better at 11. I'll often do this now. Like I, before, I didn't really have patience. Now I will, where it's like, yeah, you know what? I'm already on San Francisco in a teaser, and I don't trust them to double up on them. So I'm just going to take the under again in a teaser and get a head start on tomorrow. So now I got the Seattle Seahawks uh, plus 11. We'll get into that game a little bit later on. But like, if you look at like, you look at um, you look at Geno Smith. Geno Smith came in against the Rams, I believe it was. He came in late against the Rams, and he was good. Right, he was good. They covered the number. Um, but you know, he he led the drives down the field and like he looked good. He turned it over after, but he led him on two touchdown drives. Then against Pittsburgh, same thing. They cover the number, and now they're getting points again. Like put it this way, I've got no concern about Geno Smith. My concern is about the Seattle Seahawks defense. Like people like the low hanging fruit all the time with quarterbacks and oh, Geno Smith, Geno Smith. I don't know, Geno Smith's been a covering machine, right? Geno Smith's been a covering machine, but um, it's the Seattle defense we got to worry about. But I'm not really sure the Saints' offense is that great, right? They're pretty conservative to begin with. So, really, if Seattle can slow Kamara down, they're going to have a chance in this football game. Seattle can't lose every game either, unlike San Francisco. But I got to tell you, so what's the halfway mark of the NFL What's the halfway mark this year? Well, eight and a half. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? At halftime of the games next week, that's technically, you know, that, that'll be technically half, half the season. But it's hard to believe, isn't it? We're moving in on half the season right now. Like, next week is week eight. It's 17 weeks now, but et cetera. We're like, this season's flying by, and things are starting to take shape. And I'll tell you what, there's a lot of, like, like no way you would have believed it before the year started. Like if there's this is actually probably one of the most interesting NFL regular seasons in in forever. Like the NFL regular season can all, often be boring. You know who's gonna win? It's the same teams. Oh, they're gonna win a division and this and that and right. Not this year, man. Like there's a lot of like yeah, you wouldn't believe it if I told you. Like let's start off with the Kansas City Chiefs right now. Would you? Who would believe 
Who would have believed that Patrick Mahomes and Zach Wilson would have the same amount of interceptions and both lead the NFL? All right, like if you told me before the year started, all right, after seven weeks, Zach Wilson or the Jets is going to lead the NFL in interceptions. I'd say, yeah, I believe that. And he'll be tied with Patrick Mahomes. No, I don't believe that. I don't believe that Mahomes will have nine interceptions in seven games. No, I don't I don't buy that. Uh, here we are right now. Would you believe that the Cincinnati Bengals are the top seed uh, right now in the AFC? <laughs> well, they are. Don't ask me why. I'm not, you know, it's too early to start getting a headache with tiebreakers and everything. But... I did read, actually, just like a couple of moments ago, that if the playoffs started today, the Bengals would be the one seed. <laughs> the Bengals would be the one seed. So the Bengals are the best team in the AFC. Like, does anyone talk about that? Does anyone say, well, you know what, the Bengals, they, let's put the Bengals in the mix. We talk about Tennessee a lot. We talk about, though the Buffalo Bills. I'm a Bills fan, and it bothered me. Everyone gave the Bills. Oh, the Bills are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't know, are they? Maybe, maybe not. A lot of teams go to the Super Bowl. Like the, the AFC North, man, Cincinnati Bengals 5-2 and two with a win in their back pocket against Baltimore. That's the first time Lamar Jackson's ever lost in October. He was 9-0. and oh. Never lost to the Cincinnati Bengals before. 5-0. and oh. and, uh, and the Bengals in first place. Tied technically, you know, they're not like they're tied. Would they both have five and two records? But you know, the games count. Cincinnati have the tiebreaker. Cleveland four and three. Who we thought basically Cincinnati's doing what we thought Cleveland could do. Cleveland's still in the mix, but it's hard to have faith in them as the season goes on right now with the injuries. Can Baker Mayfield? I mean, let's just be real. Joe Burrow's better than Baker Mayfield. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, he's, you know, the kid's the real deal. He's a winner. Like, there's no disputing it, right? I mean, look at the year he had at LSU, and look at look what he does for the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals have been a joke, man. When Joe, look, Joe Burrow played last year. They were competitive. He was a rookie. He gets hurt. They're terrible. Joe Burrow's back. They're playing. They're 5-2. and two. Like, Joe Burrow doesn't get the, the national media attention that he should probably. You know what I'm saying? Like, and listen, the Cincinnati Bengal defense is playing great football right now as well. But that was a statement win. That was a big-time win. And if you look at the Bengals, they've been, you know, look at that Green Bay game they lost. They only lost because the jackass kicker missed three kicks in the last six minutes of the game and then in overtime, etc. You know, like the Bengals could easily be, you know, you could say these guys could be six and one right now. Like I said, the Bengals. Who would have thought that? Like, who would have thought that? And the Kansas City Chiefs, well, the Chiefs, it went from, hey, man, these guys haven't won by more than six points and they're not covering point spreads to they're not winning football games anymore. They're not like, 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 here we are. We're one week away from the halfway point of the season here. You are what your record says you are. The Kansas City Chiefs are a three and four football team. The Kansas City Chiefs have the same record as the Chicago Bears do. 
The Kansas City Chiefs have the same record as the Carolina Panthers do. They have the same record as the Denver Broncos have. They have the same record as the New England Patriots have at three and four. Like, so it's gone from, and I said, I've been saying for the last couple of weeks about Kansas City that the sky hasn't completely fallen, that it's, but now they're not a team to beat anymore, right? It's not like, oh, yeah, Kansas City are the team to beat. It's like, no, Kansas City are just another team now, right? Like, there, you, you have Mahomes, you're dangerous, you got Tyreek Hill, you got Kelsey, you're a dangerous team, but your defense is terrible, your offensive line is falling apart. Mahomes is forcing things. Mahomes is having the worst year of his career. It's, you know, he finally looks human. And he's trying to do things like Superman that don't work anymore. And it's like, well, that used to work. Yeah, well, it doesn't now. And like I said, he's got nine, you know what I mean? Nine, uh, nine interceptions on the season. And I don't, I don't want to be one of these guys to overreact. But if you want to get me freezing cold takes, get me on this one. The Chiefs aren't like flicking the switch next week. And the Chiefs' problem is, like, now it's gone from, you guys might not make the playoffs. Like, the Chiefs, like, at this rate, you're not going to make the playoffs. Like, the Buffalo Bills are winning in the division, all right? The Bills are going to win a division. The Bills, that was a bad loss for the Bills. Still smarting about that Tennessee loss. But it is what it is. The Bills are going to win that division. The Bills are in. All right? And then you get into uh, the North. Cincinnati's five and two, and they're not going anywhere. Cincinnati's five and two, and they haven't even been healthy. All right, like every week they're missing guys, and they're five and two, and their defense is starting to get dialed in. Joe Burrow's not going to get worse; he's only going to get better. The kid's only played it like a, he hasn't played a full year of football, and he's already great. So I don't expect Cincinnati to collapse. Baltimore got their ass handed today, but whatever. Baltimore ain't going nowhere. Baltimore is going to win football games, so that's a wild card. Then you get into Tennessee. Tennessee's looking damn good. They're going to win that division. Big win for the Colts tonight, but the Colts are three and four. You know, Tennessee are five and two. All right, and then you get into the West. The Raiders are five and two, and the Raiders are another team that people aren't giving credit enough to. You look at the schedule that the Raiders have played, the teams that they played against, and the turmoil that they went through. With their xenophobic, homophobic head coach, John Gruden, getting fired or stepping down or whatever you want to call it. And here they are. Here they are with a 5-2 and two record. You have the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are better than the Chiefs. Look, the Chiefs are 3-4. and four. The Chargers are 4-2. and two. The Chargers had a bye week. They play the Patriots next week. Chargers should beat the Patriots. And, you know, at the head-to-head matchup, well, the Chargers are on the tiebreaker right now. Like, you know what I mean? They're up. They're up a couple of games, and they beat them. Like, Kansas City is dig- digging themselves a hole that they might not be able to get out of because of the teams that are ahead of them. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah. 
the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Well, knowing your appetites, I'm buying lunch for everybody on me. What's the occasion? I'm rich. I won my bets on the Rose Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, and I chunked it all on a hockey game, and I won that. All right, all right. How much did you win? 116 bucks. What a windfall. Yeah. Yeah, I still feel tingly. Late night anger management class. Well, sometimes I'll say after this, I wish I won 116 bucks. I actually did win more than 116. <laughs> we won more than 116 uh, today. I gave some of it back tonight. Having the Memphis Grizzlies cover on the way out was good. It was one of those deals where I looked at my account after. I was like, oh, my God. Like, how the hell did I just lose $1,000 on this game? And and I was sort of rattled. I was like, what? And I was like, no, I didn't. And then sort of I was like, oh, they didn't pay me for that prop. They didn't pay me for this prop. They didn't pay me for that. Oh, that's right. I have 150 bucks on the Laker game. I was sort of like, oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. I put 200 bucks on that teaser for tomorrow night with Seattle. And then it all came together. And I was like, okay, all right, all right. Still pissed me off, though, because it's one of those deals. You know the Sunday night? I talked about it tonight earlier, too. We've all been there. You have a bad Sunday, you're loading up on the Sunday nighter. You have a good Sunday, you're loading up on the Sunday nighter. Right? And it can be frustrating when you have a good day and you lose the Sunday night football game. I hate that. I've been pretty good with Sunday night football this year. Like, I haven't been angry like this after a Sunday nighter. This one pissed me off. And I only I wanted them plus six and a half, but I'd be in a better mood. All right, so Tom Brady. Listen, Tom Brady's amazing. He's playing his best football ever. It is what it is. I've ripped Tom Brady for years. I haven't ripped him. You know, he's amazing. But, you know, I've criticized him as a Bills fan, and he's annoyed me and stuff. But I'm a Michigan fan. And I do remember the good days at Michigan. But I've been pretty, you know, what, what can you say? What can I say negative about Tom Brady? Like, at some point, yeah, it's, it's sort of like LeBron. You know what I mean? I was one of the guys over the years that would always rip LeBron all the time. And after a while, you just it's sort of like you're just a dumb troll, like ripping a talk show host. It's like, well, you know, the guy's one of the greatest players ever. So if you want to rip him, you're just going to look stupid. Right? So, you know, I don't, I don't pick, I never rip LeBron. I haven't ripped LeBron in a couple of years. <laughs> like, after he came back that 3 1, I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm not ripping this guy anymore. I saw he doesn't win like Jordan. Right now, nah, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ripping a guy anymore. So, this is how great Tom Brady is. Tom Brady has thrown 29 more touchdown passes in his career. Then Joe Montana, I could just stop right there and be like, oh, really, huh? And John Elway combined. Think about that. John Elway and Joe Montana, two of the greatest quarterbacks ever, right up there. You know what I mean? Before Brady, you know, I thought Montana was the best, um, but Brady's the best quarterback ever. You can't argue it. And think about that, though. John Elway and Joe Montana combined touchdown passes in their career, 29 less 
than Tom Brady. Combined. Combined. Like, that's like, like, really? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not even funny anymore with Brady, what he's doing to the National Football League record book. So Tom Brady threw a 600th career touchdown. 600th career touchdown. Think about that. 600 touchdown passes <laughs> in his career. <laughs> 600. What are you like? Wow. So he threw his 600 touchdown pass. He threw the, the pass to Mike Evans, all right? Mike Evans then gave the ball away. <laughs> Mike Evans saw a Buccaneer fan wearing a Mike Evans jersey. Right? Buddy was wearing number 13. Evans saw him, went over, gave the guy the ball. He got to the sideline, and they were like, bro, that was Tom Brady's 600 touchdown pass. That ball. So they went. They went back to the. Uh, they went back to the fan, and they asked for the ball, and they said, "Listen, Tom Brady really would really like the ball." The Buccaneer fan gave Tom Brady and the Buccaneers the ball back. Tom Brady says after the game. It was a very nice gesture. He's going to hook the guy up with a helmet and a jersey or something, he said. He said, I'm going to give this guy like a helmet and a couple of jerseys. He said, very nice to the guy. I'm going to give the guy a helmet and a couple of jerseys. Well, a helmet and a couple of jerseys are cool, but it turns out uh, Chris Ivey of Heritage Auctions and Ezra Levine, CEO of Sports Memorabilia Investment Platform Collectible, so you have two opinions, not just one, two opinions. Estimate that the ball is worth between $500,000 and $750,000. A signed helmet and jersey ain't worth $750,000. I saw an interview with the fan, and he said, well, you know, when Tom Brady asked me, what was I going to say, no? Yes, you say no. So I was unaware of this. Evidently, Tony Romo suggested during the broadcast that uh, that Tom Brady give the fan a date with Giselle. I'm sure uh, Giselle and Brady appreciate that comment. <laughs> like, dude, you can't give the ball back. You can't, like, you can't give the ball back. Like, you, I don't care if you're a Buccaneer fan. You're not a jerk for not giving the ball back. Tom Brady has $300 million. His wife has $500 million. All right? His life is just fine. Like, that's a, what are you going to give me for it? Like, I, for me, point blank. Now, number one, you got to know the, the situation at bingo. That's the 600 ball I just got in my hand here. And, and you know, for me, when because the, they, sent, they sent someone over, right? And Buddy was right in the end zone. So that Buddy was like talking to the guy. I would have told the guy, listen, I want to meet with Tom Brady after the game. That's what I would have said, point blank. I would have said, I'm willing to negotiate after the game, not right now. Like, I'm not like just giving, you know what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. I'd tell him, I'll meet you after the game. Or if you want, like, bring me, bring me back, you know what I mean? Bring me into the tunnel right now. Bring me backstage, et cetera. Bring me, you know what I mean? Bring me into the room after, and we'll talk about this. But... I'm not just giving you the ball. Like, I can't. Like, you know what I mean? 
It's 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 half like dude. The initial one one guy said seven fifty. The other guy saying he said easily five. The quote is easily five hundred thousand plus, and probably quote closer to seven hundred fifty thousand dollars for this football. You can't give that away. That's life changing, dude. Like, do you have a kid? Like, if you have a kid, if your wife, like, if you have a wife, bro, and kids, and you just gave away the ball, quote, because you can't say no to Tom Brady. Tom Brady doesn't care about Tampa Bay, bro. The guy's been there for a year. You know how many houses you can buy in Tampa Bay for $750,000? You can move in next door to Tom Brady. <laughs> like, like, I would tell him, listen, Mr. Brady, I'm a big fan of yours. Congratulations. But this football is worth half a million dollars. Like, so... You know, and I would say, you know, then that's when you cut the deal. You go, I'm seeing estimates of seven, five hundred to seven fifty. I'll give it to you for five, and I want the helmets and the jerseys, and I want like season tickets. Like I, you know, I want tickets to the Super Bowl, and you know what I mean. Like this is your lottery ticket. This is your shot. This is your shot. And so suck it, Mike. Make Mike Evans pay for it. Mike Evans won a game of damn football. I don't know if this guy is sick to his stomach right now, but I tell you what, Matthias, like I said, I think differently than the average person. There's no way in hell I'm giving that ball back. All right? Like I said, I'd I'd say I'll meet Tom Brady after the game. We can negotiate. Or not even Brady. I don't care. His agent. Whatever, man. Get your checkbook ready, though. And I want a certified check. (laughs) You know what I mean? Get your checkbook ready. You can get the ball. You imagine, Matthias, giving the football back and getting home and finding out it's worth $750,000? Come on. You wouldn't even give a baseball back. <laughs> no, I gave no I wouldn't have gave the ball back. I would have been like, I honestly, I would have been like, give me $100,000 and I will. And then we'll talk in the back. I would have laughed it off, but I would have been serious. A hundred? No way. A hundred. I ain't doing it for a hundred either. Now, listen, I got to be honest. I did not know. I did not know. I did not think the ball would be worth that much. You know what I mean? Like, I heard the story of, like, oh, and it was like, oh, Tom Brady's 600 touchdown pass. I never really thought about the ball. And then I saw, oh, Mike Evans gave the ball away. <laughs> they were like, man, Mike Evans. And then I saw, they're like, yeah, Mike Evans just gave Tom Brady 600 ball away to a Buccaneer fan. And he didn't realize. Evans doesn't know. You know what I'm saying? We always talk about that. Players don't know this stuff. So, Evans doesn't know. (laughs) So, like, a night with Giselle is not even worth it. No offense. I don't want to talk disrespectfully against anybody's wife. But I'm not paying $750,000 to have sex with anybody. I don't know. Maybe Marilyn Monroe. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like... I, you know what I mean? Like, if you uh, get Marilyn Monroe, like, you know what I mean? If I'm not rich, sure. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, I, and Marilyn Monroe's not even like, I, I, it's not like I'm super level Marilyn Monroe. I just threw a name because I'm like, it better be pretty damn special for 750K. You know what I'm saying? It better be pretty special for $750,000. And there's no way anyone could be that good. It ain't worth it. <laughs> like, like, I don't care. I'm a big fan of Shakira. You could tell me Shakira and Beyonce. You could say, listen, you could have sex with Shakira and Beyonce at the same time together or $750,000 cash. I'm taking the 750 cash. 
And then I'll just go have sex with someone that looks like Shakira and Beyonce. <laughs> I'm just being real here. I'm, just, you know, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking out loud. <laughs> $750,000. I don't want to get too over the top, but maybe I'm taking this too. Maybe it's funny because I'm not a materialistic person, but I'm not going to lie. Like, that's the type of stuff that, um, like, you know, you can, people put it this way. People have jumped off of bridges for worse, Matthias. You know what I'm saying? For less. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, people have ended it for less. You know what I mean? Like, like I, dude, like, I, I get mad about, like, missing bets and losing bets. Like, I could imagine being at home right now and, like, get watching the news and then everybody, like, jackasses like me nationally are talking about you. And going, yeah, man, you just gave away $750,000 to a guy that has hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, why do people do this? Why do people, like, always... They get put in the spot and they don't know how to react. You know what I mean? Everybody's around him, pressuring him. They're looking at him. You know, what was he going to do? Be that jackass that doesn't give him the ball back in front of a bunch of Tampa yes! Bay fans? Yes, yes, yes. No one's going to blame you. It's Florida. No one's going to blame you. It's a litigious state. No, no, no. I want the ball back. Like, I would get a lawyer and say, I didn't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, since it is Florida, like, seriously, I'd be calling an attorney and say, listen, like you just said, Matthias, I was under pressure. I was scared of getting attacked. You know what I mean? I was scared of getting attacked by the mob. Uh, they forced me, like, just lie. Say they threatened me. <laughs> the, the Buccaneers threatened me, man. I want the ball back, man. Yeah, Brady would laugh at you now. He doesn't care about you. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Arancy. You know, this. so this guy, like I said, like if this guy had a wife and stuff, this could lead to a divorce. Like she's going to find out 750K. <laughs> so I lived in Vegas and right behind, I lived in this condo. And right behind the condo, there was like a row of like, you know, really beaten down houses called Naked City and stuff. I live in a nice condo, but the area behind it was terrible. And, you know, they were, the cops were always there, and they tell you, don't go in the back, right, type thing. So, whatever. It wasn't that bad, but it was bad. It's bad. It's bad. People do get killed there and stuff. So, I'm not going to say it's not that bad, but whatever. I nearly got robbed there a couple of times, but I never got shanked or anything. So, um, anyways, there was, like, a casino group 
from Asia, the Middle East, or whatever. And they came in, and they offered, like, everybody in, like, this four, four like, sort of, like, block little mini radius type. There was, like, I don't know, hundreds of houses type thing. And there were, like, crack houses and, like, beaten down. And some of them were empty and whatever. And... They offered everybody, like, big money, like, more money than it was worth type thing to get rid of them, right? Because they wanted to build a casino there. And I think they offered 350 500 350 400 but the houses really weren't worth much. And literally one guy refused to sell, man, and he's still there. And I swear to God, they never built the casino because, like, everything in Vegas, it went bust. So <laughs> they never built anything in the back there. So this guy is just basically there. There's this house there. And he was on, like, 2020 or something. He was on, like, a national show, and they were like, so you're the guy that won't sell the house. Why? And he basically said, I've lived here for whatever, and I'm not moving. <laughs> I said, I don't care about the money. And it's a horrible neighborhood. And it's to the point, like, people actually drive by and stop and go, man, that's the guy that still lives on the street for some reason when he could have got out. <laughs> and that's going to be the dude at Tampa Bay. Like, every football game you go to for the rest of your life, dude, people are going to be pointing at you going, hey, there's the idiot that gave away $750,000. Late night anger management class, this is Sports Rage. I am a Red Sea. Bring it.